So this is good news, I think, in the main, isn't it? That we have some hope, we have some sense that things are getting back to normal, whatever normal means. But what does this mean now for the likes of the government being in a position to open up our borders to international students? There will be a freeing up of managed isolation facility beds. So isn't this the next logical step, given the fact that the economy does rely a lot on international students. Well, Claire Bradley is the Chief Executive of Aspire to International, who is back with us this morning. Hi, Claire. Hi, Chris. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, you too. So what is your reaction to the bubble announcement? Does this give you any hope that things can roll on now with international students? Well, it's certainly a step in the right direction. Um, No question about that. Mm. Uh, But it does seem to be coming with a bit of a half-step backwards by reducing the um, number of beds available in MIQ. Well, I thought that that would be the exact opposite. There would be more beds available, therefore we can now have a genuine discussion about getting students back to the country. I heard somewhere yesterday that some of the facilities are going to be decommissioned. Mm. Which is not helpful for the likes of yourself. That's disappointing because we would have thought the capacity would be there to meet other needs, not just international students, but mm. um, you know workers that certain industries require to come in. So where to from here? What um, last time we spoke was in November, and you were hoping to have discussions with government officials about trying to get students back into New Zealand. Where, we, where are we at with that? Those discussions continue, but there is no plan. And what we need desperately as a sector is a plan an understanding of what the government's requirements are going to be uh, and what we're going to need to do and what students are going to need to do to meet those requirements. Some of this will be wrapped up with uh, the vaccine rollout, both here and overseas. Um, And we had hoped that with the trans-Tasman bubble, there would be more capacity in MIQ Mm. to, to start welcoming students back. But I feel a little... Um, uncertain about whether or not that is going to be the effect. Which is pretty sad that there's no plan, there's no government plan to get international students back because, you know, what are we in now? April? Last time we spoke, November? You would have thought there would have been enough time there for somebody, whether that's in the education system or someone, to actually sort something out. Yes, well, I think a lot of plans have been being worked on um, and really what we need to see from the government is what they are looking for, what numbers they are looking for, what industries or sectors they're looking to train people into uh, to support the New Zealand economy. There was some excellent research done by the universities about the benefits of international students in terms of the jobs created, uh, the money earned Mm. by those students coming to New Zealand and the support and contribution that students once they become graduates or even while they're students uh, make to Aotearoa New Zealand. Well it's disappointing to hear that there's no um, plan that you're aware of that's in place um, because we need the international students. It sounds awful to say this but you know uh, part of the New Zealand economy does rely on um, that traffic doesn't it? There were peak body meetings last week, uh, or actually maybe the week before, um, Chris, and that was what the sector is very strongly asking for. 
what are the government requirements, when, you know, will we be able to start welcoming students back, and what will be the criteria that apply for them to come safely to New Zealand. Claire, I hate to ask the question again, but I think it's really important to put it in context, just um, the devastating impact it's had on um, the international student sector. Can you outline that for me? Well, for my organisation, it's had a huge cost in terms of personnel. I've made um, about 180 roles redundant, and that's affected that number of lives and the lives of their whānau. Mm. Uh, it's been an extraordinarily difficult year. Well, I only hope there is some good news coming your way. We'll keep in contact and see if there's any plan in place. It's an important question. Nice to speak to you again, Claire. Great. Great Ta- to talk to you. Yeah, Thanks, take Chris. care. That is uh, Claire Bradley, the Chief Executive of Aspire to International. Um,